On today's Locked on Jayhawks, we discuss the legacy that Jalen Wilson will leave in his time at KU. You are Locked on Jayhawks, your daily podcast on the Kansas Jayhawks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Derek Johnson, you can hear me as well on Rock Chalk Sports Talk Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. on KLWN in Lawrence. Thanks for making Locked on Jayhawks your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and also on YouTube. On today's edition of Locked on Jayhawks, where does Jalen Wilson rank among all-time KU players in the Bill Self era? What is the legacy that he will be leaving in his time at Lawrence? I guess first things first, he could have another year or two if he really wanted to, but we already know that's not going to happen. He celebrated senior day. Uh, The whole plan, him coming back this year, was for him then to go off and go to the NBA draft after having a good year. He had a good year. He was a national player of the year candidate, first-team All-American, improved the three-point shooting. Still wasn't a, you know, full strength. He didn't shoot like 38%, but he got it up enough to what he needed to, about 33 34% on the season. And uh, he'll probably be like a early second round pick, I would think, in the NBA draft. If he works out really well at the combine, maybe he could work his way into the the back end of the first round. Um, but that would be kind of the expectation for him going to the NBA draft. So I, I think that it was unfortunate without Bill Self in the NCAA tournament, specifically for Jalen's legacy and career, because with them losing in the second round, it's not just it leaves a little bit of that bitter taste in your mouth for his final game in Lawrence and for the season that he was, you know, the biggest leader on the team and that he was the best player on the team for them to go out like that. Um, but uh, I think the biggest part is if he could have gone to another Final Four, he would have been the first Bill Self player since, I believe, uh, Connor Tehan to go to two final fours in his KU career. And, you know, if if your list is the only players to go to two final fours is Jalen Wilson and Connor Tehan, well, one of those is kind of unlike the other. Like, Connor Tehan was a really valuable role player for KU. Jalen Wilson was a star for KU, and then he would only be the the only player to do that, or he could have been the only player to to win back-to-back titles. And if he would have done that, it could have been a real argument that he would have been the most decorated player in Bill Self's time at KU. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to accomplish that, so the legacy becomes a little bit different than what it could have possibly been had he done that, and that's what not having Bill Self certainly sucks for that reason as well in regards to many others. But let's not forget how good he was, how important he was for a title team and for this year's team. So what did he accomplish? Let's run through the different awards, the different accolades, the statistics, everything that he put together. Technically, he had a four-year career at Kansas. Um, He had the one year where he had a medical redshirt. And who knows, maybe if if he doesn't take a medical redshirt that year, he, I I don't know how much he would have contributed to that 2019-2020 team uh, because they did have kind of the rotation set. But certainly he, I would think, would have been, I don't know, maybe an eighth or ninth guy off the bench that he could have added a little bit more in terms of his total career stats and and total career numbers. I guess it's possible that he would have been a sixth or seventh man off the bench because that was Christian Brown, and Jalen actually came in with like higher recruiting rankings. Now, obviously, that doesn't matter once you're here 
and Christian which was hitting threes off the bench and um, Jalen's more of a driver so I, I don't know what his role would have been there but he did have a four-year career at Kansas which um, those are fleeting nowadays I, I know it doesn't sound like a gigantic accomplishment but it kind of is uh, he made a final four he won a national title last season both of them were as a key contributor it wasn't just him you know as a uh, freshman who was redshirting and he won a title and he gets to put that on his list no like he was a key contributor he was a starter on a team that won a national title and he had a lot of big plays and games over that ncaa tournament um i think he had like a, a double double in the providence game i think he was second on ku in points and like let him in rebounds in the sweet 16 providence game in the uh national championship game he led kansas in scoring so in the game that KU won the title, he was KU's leading scorer. Don't let that be forgotten. And he had two of the biggest plays of that comeback. He had the one where you were down 10, and it's the right before the under-16 timeout. He gets the ball in transition, runs into Brady Manick, just hits the layup off the window and in. Manick's heel is inside the restricted area, gets the end one, and he's able to cut the lead down to seven right before the under-16. That really gets you that momentum. And then he has, for me, what is one of the most fun stretches of of KU basketball that you'll ever see um, where KU, I, I think they tie the game at like 50 or something like that on the and one by Ochag Baji. Then Remy Martin hits a corner three. Then Dewan Harris gets a steal, feeds Jalen Wilson. He gets another and one and he's fouled. And that moment was just pure joy, exclamation, everything that you could imagine. He was part of that. He won a title as a very key contributor. He obviously reeled in a bunch of rewards. He put up obviously big numbers, especially this final season. He's easily going to have his jersey retired. He was a first-team All-American who at another point in his career won a national title. He was Big 12 Player of the Year. Like He's going to get his jersey retired. That was a very clear choice. It's not an argument or debate. Um, over the course of his career, he scored 1,475 career points. He grabbed 802 career rebounds. Those marks ranked 26th and 14th, respectively, in KU's career, which is a lot of great players. So anytime you're ranking in the top 50 of anything, that's pretty impressive. But in terms of the players, if we combine those two, in terms of the players to score 1,400 career points, and he's at 1,475, and grab 800 or more rebounds, he's at 802, the list is Danny Manning, Rafe LaFrentz, Nick Collison, Drew Gooden, Wayne Simeon, Wilt Chamberlain, Clyde Lavellet, Perry Ellis, Dave Robish, and Jalen Wilson. That's 10 guys. So he's on a list with 10 guys who accomplished both of those feats. And of that list, Danny Manning, Rafe LaFrance, Nick Collison, Wayne Simeon, Perry Ellis all played all four years. And yes, even though Jalen was a four-year player, he played one game for like 30 seconds, and then he got injured and he was out for the year. So realistically, Jalen accomplished all that in three years. And if you just look at the list of KU players who had 1,400 points and 800 rebounds, playing three seasons or less the list is drew gooden will chamberlain who did it in two years because he's an absolute freak of nature uh clyde lavellet dave robish and jalen wilson that's a list of five guys it's pretty impressive feat to be on if you're jalen wilson hypothetically if he would have come back for next year he probably ends up over 2,000 career points which that's a very distinguished list probably ends up over you know uh for like a thousand career rebounds and then that list even whittles down a little bit more but even just based on what he's accomplished it's a very impressive list he was a all big 12 freshman team at one point he's been on the all big 12 newcomer team he's been on the all big 12 third team now he's been on the all big 12 first team he's won big 12 player of the year now he's been a first team all-american 
There's a long list of awards. His peak season, because that's part of this too when you're evaluating best players. You're evaluating career. You're evaluating accolades. You're evaluating what you looked like in your peak season. Well, his peak season, he averaged over 20 points and eight rebounds per game, which those just individual numbers match nearly any other top season we've seen in the Bill Self era. He's only one of three players in the Bill Self era to score 20 or more points in a season. Frank Mason, Wayne Simeon, Jalen Wilson. And him and Wayne are the only two to average 20 and eight for a season at KU, not just in the Bill Self era, but since 1992. So that's a very impressive list to be on. And then on top of it, he has been a key player for now three teams as far and then the best player on one team. He has been a leader all the way through. Like, I mean, a vocal leader, even on the national championship team where you had Ochai and Christian Brown, like Jalen Wilson was a lot of times the spiritual and emotional leader. And that matters. And then he's obviously got the ire of his head coach, Bill Self, who called him one of the greatest winners that they've had in their time there. Wayne Simeon. Brandon Rush, Mario Chalmers, Sharon Collins, Cole Aldridge, Marcus Morris. Those are the list of players that right now have their jerseys retired who have played in the Bill Self era. Now, Thomas Robinson, surely going to get in. Frank Mason, surely going to get in. Devontae Graham, surely going to get in. Ochai, surely going to get in. I would think Udoka, surely going to get in. There's some others that people might want to debate, and you can have those debates yourself. Um, but those are the for sure ones that will get in at some point Jay is that list. um but at the very least uh, unless i'm forgetting someone and again like you might think oh you know uh perry ellis yes or no will he get in joel Embiid, if he wins an nba mvp will he get in maybe maybe not uh will devon dotson get in maybe maybe not whatever all those guys are are polarizing jersey retirement discussions the ones i just mentioned are either in or they are for sure going to get in. So that would put in with the inclusion of Jalen Wilson at the very least 12 Bill Self players. On the tone, that means he would be one of the top 12 Bill Self players, which if you're making a team, which teams are 13 scholarships, boom, he's on the all big 12 or the uh, all Bill Self team, I guess, in his career. And Jalen is ahead of a few of those, which we'll get into here in a little bit uh, in career accomplishments or individual stats. So you're already probably talking about a I mean, if you just view accomplished, he might be a top five most accomplished player or decorated player in Bill Self's time. If you go based on best, like maybe you'd be like, well, I think Cole Aldridge was just a better player or impacted this or that better than Jalen Wilson. Whatever to that conversation, you can, you know, spin it any different ways. And that's what makes it difficult when you're discussing all time legacy rankings. But if you're just talking most accomplished, he's for sure in that top 10, might even be in that top five. We'll get more into that here in a second. For this episode of Lockheed Hawks is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. The tournament is heating up. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one rated sportsbook. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money line to point scores to three-pointers drained. You can get in on the NCAA tournament action with some of the tournament games resuming again with the uh, Sweet 16. I, uh, off the top of my head, I'm thinking, um, hmm, let's go Sonogo over on points. I don't love Arkansas centers inside. 
Marquise Noel over on assists, parlay those together because you can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same game parlays, even though that's not the same game, but that is a parlay. You can combine them and uh, we'll go with that. Don't miss your chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner. Okay. So who is on the short list for um, KU? in terms of the bill self players, because if we get into the conversation of best players in KU history, that's a little tougher to crack. And I don't know that I want to go quite there yet because you do have, I, I will say this Jalen Wilson is on the short list of probably at that point, what 20 guys for sure. 25, you, you know, top 25 of all time. When you have a big 12 player of the year, first team, all American national champion, all those things. Um, I think he's probably somewhere in that range, but I haven't actually listed it out. So I, I don't know. It could be higher than that. It could be lower. Um, but the point is, if we just go with Bill Self players to make this a little bit easier and not have to include a, a little further down the list, um, who's on the short list for the most accomplished or best players in Bill Self's tenure? Well, let's look at players who won Big 12 Player of the Year. And this, this just for instance, is going to go back to the entire time with the Big 12. So this is a little Roy Williams, but Jalen Wilson joins a list to win Big 12 Player of the Year of Kansas players with Rafe LaFrentz, who did it twice, Drew Gooden, Nick Collison, Wayne Simeon, Marcus Morris, Thomas Robinson, Frank Mason, Devontae Graham, Yudoka Azubuki, and Ochag Baji. That's very good company there. Now, as far as consensus first-team All-Americans in the Bill South tenure, you have 2005 Wayne Simeon, you have 2010 Sharon Collins, 2012 Thomas Robinson, 2017 Frank Mason, 2018 Devontae Graham, 2022 Ochag Baji, and 2023 Jalen Wilson. So that's a list of seven players. And of that list, this is unfortunate. This is just a, a sad thing to talk about. But um, of that list of the seven players, now including Jalen Wilson, six of the seven all made at least a Final Four. The only one who didn't was Frank Mason, which is unfortunate, and it's a little bit ironic because you could argue Frank Mason is the best player of the Bill Self era at Kansas. I mean, he won National Player of the Year. He swept the awards, and yet he's the only one of his consensus first-team All-Americans who did not make a Final Four at some time in their career. Now, I guess Wayne Simeon didn't technically make a Final Four with Bill Self when he was consensus first-team All-American, but he did have one in his career. But if we narrow the list, if we narrow the list here of first-team consensus All-Americans who won a title, a national title at some point in their career. It leaves Sharon Collins, Ochag Baji, and Jalen Wilson. That's it. It's a list of three people. So if you want to say, well, I think Frank Mason is better than Jalen Wilson. He won national player of the year. Jalen did not. Like, you know, Frank put up more stats all time than, than Jalen. And me personally, I'd have Frank ahead of Jalen on that list. But if you want to talk most accomplished player at KU, yes, the national player of the year award does carry weight that Jalen does not have. But both have a first-team consensus All-American season. Um, I think both have, like, all Big 12, like, third team early on in their career. Uh, Frank has four years of playing versus Jalen having three, like, full years of playing. Um, but Jalen has the national title and Frank doesn't. So, like, you could make an argument that just based on who's more accomplished that it could be Jalen Wilson. And it again is unfortunate that Jalen didn't get a chance to make a deep run this year, not just because he could have added to the, the points totals and the rebound totals, but if they make a final four, he would have been the only player on this list to have multiple of them. Um, 
I believe besides Wayne Simeon, right? Was, yeah, Simeon was on both 02 and 03. Um, so he would have just joined him. But then when you look at under Bill Self, it would be just Jalen Wilson. So uh, very, very impressive stuff. And then if you narrow down as well, just winning the title, it would just be Jalen as well. So where is he going to sit at the end of the day in terms of the Bill Self rankings? Let's discuss that next with Locked on Jayhawks. I think if you made a 13-player Bill Self team, he's for sure on that, right? If you're building a Bill Self team, all-time Bill Self team, with the amount of scholarships you have, which is 13, Jalen for sure has to be on that. Now, if we look at, at just the list of players with their jerseys retired, which we talked about earlier, or um, that for sure will have them retired, which to remind you, that list um, of Jersey retirements in the Bill Self era. Wayne Simeon, Brandon Rush, Mario Chalmers, Sharon Collins, Cole Aldridge, Marcus Morris. The guys that will, for sure, Thomas Robinson, Frank Mason, Devontae Graham, Yudok Azubuki, Ochag Baji, and now Jalen Wilson. So it gives you 12 people. So on its own, that would put you on the, the list of uh, the 13-team Bill Self team, whatever. And now if you're doing it based off, like, you know, just player, like if you're making a team versus most accomplished, like Joel Embiid might be on that team, but if it's most accomplished, like Joel Embiid's not going to be in the top 30 because he played 20 games. Right. So um, if we just look at it this way, though, with the players who have their Jersey retired in the Bill Self era or will have them retired, I think for sure I would have Frank Mason, Sharon Collins, Ochag Baji ahead of him. Frank was just so good. Sharon was really, really good, and he had the title at some point in his career. Honestly, Sharon and Jalen Wilson's careers are very similar. They won a title being a key contributor and making key plays in the title game, but without being the best player on that team. Um, but then they also had, like, All-American careers after. Now, Sharon had four years of it. Jalen had three. Ochai I would put ahead of him as well. He did the first-team All-American, the title thing, in the same year where he was the best player on the title-winning team. Um, and he also, I guess, had, like, three and a half years of play. So I think those three would for sure be ahead of him. I would probably argue for Wayne Simeon to be ahead of Jalen Wilson. I don't know that people remember how good Wayne Simeon was, but that dude was just an automatic bucket and rebounder. And if not for some injuries at the, you know, different points in his career, uh, this probably isn't close. And it's unfortunate because people remember the way that he went out and, you know, losing in the first round. Um, and that, that sucks here too, but I probably would have Simeon ahead of him. He also has two final fours, even though he didn't get a title. I uh, I think the T-Rob one is really interesting. I actually, I was thinking about this more and more. I think peak season, you might take what T-Rob did in their peak season over Jalen Wilson. But Jalen's two years prior to this are way better than T-Rob's two years prior. And also Jalen has the title. T-Rob went to the title game. I think you could argue Jalen ahead of T-Rob and, and most accomplished there. Um Again, if you're going off peak season, you know, just what they were at their best, then maybe you would go T-Rob. I think Devontae Graham, that's a close one. Um, Devontae had the extra year. He had the four seasons of play to Jalen's three. Devontae was first-team All-American his final year. So was Jalen Wilson. Devontae went to a final four, but Devontae never won a title. Jalen did. I would probably still argue Devontae ahead of Jalen Wilson, though, to be honest. Yudoka Azubuki, I would argue ahead of Jalen. I, I think he might have been a second-team All-American. Yudoka was. But... His impact was so insane, um, and I think part of the reason he was second team was because some people were splitting votes between, well, should I put Dotson or Yudoka on there? 
And Udoka was maybe the most impactful defender in the Bill South era. Like Jeff Withy had more blocks. Cole Aldridge had more blocks. But Udoka still had a lot of them. And Udoka, what was different versus him versus those other two centers in today's day and age of where guys switch or you get centers matched up on guards, Udoka could handle those guards a lot better than maybe some other centers in the Bell South era. And then he was just an automatic bucket inside that, yeah, maybe only averaged 12, 13 a game, but because he was so efficient and if you just left him single teamed, it would just destroy your defense. And then all of a sudden, if you did start double teaming him, it would open things up for everyone else that he was just like so helpful and they might have won a title his last year in 2020 anyway. So uh, I think I would put Udoka, Devante, Wayne Simeon ahead of him as well. I'd lean toward it with Frank, Sharon, and Ochai. But again, you could make an argument that Jalen should be ahead of Wayne Simeon because of the title or that he should be ahead of, of this guy or that guy. And you can legit make arguments in all those different ways. I think for sure he would be ahead of like, uh, Brandon Rush and Mario Chalmers and Cole Aldridge for me. So that means somewhere in the top five to top 10 range of Bill Self players at Kansas. That is a hell of a list because there have been amazing players. So if you go by most accomplished, he's probably close to the top five. If you go by best top season, he's probably in that, I don't know, top 10 to 15 range. And if you go by um, just, you know, kind of a mix of both, He's probably somewhere in that like eight to 12 range, but either way, that is very lofty praise for a career and for someone who will certainly leave a big legacy and did just that at Kansas, even though it ends with a bittersweet ending. That'll do it for this episode of locked on Jayhawks. Um, I don't know when our next episode will be. Maybe we'll have something come out on Friday discussing um, Grady Dick's decision. Possibly uh, maybe we'll talk later next. I don't know. Uh, Trying not to get burnt out with uh, some of the season conversation here, but you can find us wherever you find any of your podcasts. You can hit us up on YouTube. You can find me on Twitter at D Johnson radio, and you can listen to me on rock trucks, Talk Monday through Friday, three to six on KLW and the Lawrence. Have a good rest of your day. Later.